Hi, this is Jonas Bordeaux. I'm the CEO of Dwellsy. I'm back with another episode of Rent Matters. Today, we're really excited to be talking to Imani. She's a content creator and leads Imani at home. She's amazing, and she just did a recent move. So, oh my goodness, she has so much to share with everybody. Imani, welcome. It's a pleasure. Hi, I'm literally so excited to be here. I just moved into the best and most beautiful two-bedroom apartment in D.C. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, that's fantastic. Congratulations on your new home. That's really exciting. So, Imani, how did the search go? Why don't you start at the beginning and walk us through what went well, what went badly? What should nobody ever do again? Oh, okay. So let's get into it. I've been casually looking for apartments for months. You know, I live in a popular city, so the rental market sort of is always in flux. Cool things always pop open. And so I had just been casually looking for months, didn't really see anything that like piqued my interest. And then I started working with a manager sort of on the content side of things. And she was like, hey, there's this really great company, Dwellsy. They want to chat with you about working together. And so I go... I'm on the app. You know, I like to test things out just to make sure that the brands that I work with align with my values. So I'm on the app and I see this apartment that I did not see anywhere else, which is shocking because I am on probably about six different apps all at the same time trying to find the great things out there. And this one was one that I hadn't seen anywhere else. I like sent them an email saying, hey, can I come see this tomorrow? I sent the email like eight o'clock at night. And the leader responded back and said, yeah, it was a $2,000 two bedroom rent controlled in Georgetown, which is practically unheard of. Yeah. I was for sure that this was a scam. I was like, nope, nope, this cannot be real. But I went to go see the lady. It was legitimate. I applied and I didn't get that apartment. I was crushed. Because somebody else had applied like right before me. And so they ended up, you know, having to give it to that person. Totally understand. And then I heard back from the property manager and she was like, hey, so sorry. This went to somebody else. But tell me what you're looking for. I want to find you something. Like she was so nice, like trying to find me an apartment. I told her what I wanted. My wish list, I posted about it on my blog and I posted about it on Instagram. Everyone was like, you're never going to find that. She emails me back and she says, hey, we have an apartment in the same building. It's a little bit more of an upgraded unit. It's more expensive. The rent was like $2,700. My budget was $23. Let's hold on to that. My budget was $23. Yeah. She said the rent is $2,700, but the landlord is willing to give you a discount and bring the rent down to $23 if you take it April 1st. This conversation was happening on March 29th. So I'm like, excuse me? But you know me, I I am a person, I just think the world is set up to see me win. Yes. So I was like, great, let me go see it tomorrow. I bring my best friend, we show up, she shows us the apartment. Again, so kind. We're doing the walkthrough. We're trying to like, you know, you do that stern thing where you don't want to tell people how great it is, but I'm just like, this is my house, you know? <laughs> I'm doing the thing, I'm like, this is my home. I don't care what's going on. But you know me, I'm also a stern negotiator. So I was like, well, 23 is fine. But the other one was 2000. And I I wanted the $2,000. So could they could they come down to 2150? And we could sign this tomorrow. So she's like, let me get with the landlord and see what they want to do. They said no. (laughs) They said no. They said, they said, we're gonna stick to 23. But they did let me sign that lease for two years. Oh, nice. So I locked in 2300 in a rent-controlled building for two years. And in an environment where prices are going up. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think my biggest tip to renters is that leases are contracts and contracts are meant to be negotiated. And when you find a landlord, especially somebody who owns like a smaller number of properties, like this might not work as well with like super big property managers, large companies, whatever. But if you're dealing with somebody who is like a homeowner and they're renting out their basement, a lot of people who rent from homeowners in DC, the people own a property here, but maybe they're on assignment for the state department and they're living in another country. They have to do something with their properties here. So they'll rent it out for two, three, five years. Those people are willing to work with you. They don't want a lapse in the rent coming in. So if you go to them and say like, hey, I'm a great tenant who will take care of your spot. There is no limit to what somebody can do or will do. I know several people who've gotten two, three, four hundred dollar discounts a month on their rent just because they asked. And I'm a, I'm never afraid to ask for a discount. I love saving money. Um, <laughs> and you know my biggest expense is rent. So if I could save you know four hundred dollars a month, I will. Yeah. I, you know, we're kindred spirits here, Imani. I, I think every renter should negotiate the rent because every single place is negotiable. And so many of us forget that. We think we're at the grocery store, you know, and you're not going to go and negotiate whatever you're buying at a grocery store, but you can negotiate your rent. You can absolutely do that. Everybody should. You have to find the thing, whatever the thing is, right? So for me, this property had been on the market for, I think, like three months. It had been empty for a few months. So they were just like, we need somebody in here. We're, we're missing out on three to four months of rent. I could come in there and pay today. I paid the security deposit first rent on April 1st and mm -hmm. went and got the keys the same day. That's fantastic. You know, you're highlighting something else that's really important, which is the ability to move quickly. Uh -huh. When there's an opportunity, that is so important. Oh, yes, definitely. So for me, and this is actually why I ended up missing out on the first apartment. So this was like my first year being a self-employed person. So I didn't have copies of my like W-2s. I just couldn't find the physical copies. So that is why somebody got the apartment before me because I didn't have my paperwork together. But by the time the, the second apartment came around, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Let me get my things together. You really have to have your paperwork ready to go. You have to have your money set aside because in these major cities and with like really good apartments, they go quickly. Like have your money set aside in a separate account, have screenshots of your bank accounts, your W-2s, 1099s, letters from your employer. If you're moving to a new city for a job, like have all of that stuff just in a folder and if you're really that girl, keep it in like the iOS files on your phone. That way you can just send it. You don't have to get to a laptop. You don't have to print. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Just keep it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. That is such good advice. Being totally ready to go. Because when that, when that happens, somebody else who's more ready to go, they're going to get the place. And it moves so quickly. Like minutes can make a difference. Yeah. I, I don't keep like a checkbook. But I still know like friends of mine who go to apartment tours with a checkbook in their purse. They're like, I'm, I'm ready to sign this check today. And the person who's ready to sign the check today is usually the person who gets the apartment. So don't be like me on the first try. Be like me on the second try. Yeah. <laughs> Stay ready. You're 100% right. And you know, it's a little bit risky, but I've, I've heard from some folks that this is a great negotiation strategy is to have, you know, in your case, the rent's 2300 that they were asking. If you brought a money order for $2,200, Literally, you know, cash ready to go right there. Not quite the amount they wanted, but hey, they could have it right now in this minute. That might be an interesting negotiating technique too. 
that's also very consistent with being ready. It is very hard to say no when the money's in your face, especially when you're dealing with homeowners. You're dealing with somebody who's owning like a small building with five units. They want the money. If the money's here, they want to take it. Get to the money. Get there quickly. You know? Yeah. No, I have I have very strong memory and some scars from my my very first rental search where I remember this one place that I wanted. My roommate and I were sitting there debating and going back and forth. And these two women walked in with literally a briefcase of cash. They had six months of rent and they handed it to the landlord and said, we'd like the place. And he's like, guys, I'm going with them. Like <laughs> To the door. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is not your home anymore. Yeah. Can't compete with that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I would have packed my stuff because I'm like, okay, well, I don't have anything. They got it. It's theirs. I was talking to my neighbor. Um, she's a little bit older than me. And she was saying how when her and her husband were like looking for one of their first apartments, like they were moving in together in DC. This is like 20 years ago. Um, there were two people in the apartment. The landlord had two paper applications. And he said, whoever's done first gets the apartment. <laughs> and she, was, she was filling out that application at the speed of light. And I, I was looking at her, I was like, Susanna, what? And she was like, yes, literally, he had us one, two, three, go. Whoever filled it out. That's what and this is like back in the day where you couldn't just like look up what your bank account number is. You couldn't look up like what's your social real quick. Like, you know, you really just had to have it. And she got the apartment. <laughs> she was wow. like, she was she was an academic. So she was used to being in lecture halls, you know. Yeah. getting getting the things down quickly because you know back in the day there wasn't powerpoints there wasn't any of that and she was like i got that apartment though <laughs> i've never heard of something so crazy in my life that is wild good for her i've never heard of that before but i have you know a lot of times it's because fair housing dictates one of the best ways to manage fair housing risk if you're a landlord is to just take everybody in the order in which they come in, right? You respond to all the inquiries in the order in which you receive them. You, you know, take applications in the order in which you receive them, process them all as quickly as you can, and you, you know, accept the first deposit that you get. Um, and so, you know, that kind of does set everything up as a bit of a race in the whole process. It's first come, first serve. Like, how can you be faster than the next person? Yeah, and I will tell you, years ago, when I was first moving out on my own, I wanted an apartment. It was like 900 some dollars a month for a teeny tiny 300 square foot studio in Columbia Heights, right across the street from the Target. I lost out because I took an Uber and this guy got on his bicycle, his electric bike, and rode like the wind. He was cut. I, I saw him cutting through traffic like his life depended upon it. He didn't he, reckless abandon. Oh, no. I said, I said, you know what? He's willing to die about this. Yeah. <laughs> and for a $900 studio in Columbia Heights next to a Target, I kind of understand. Yeah, I don't know, man. And like I was calling Uber. I was doing an Uber pool. He was like, nope, no pool for me. I'm getting out there. And, and he got that apartment. Literally, as soon as I pulled up, I saw him walking out with the biggest smile on his face. I said, you know what? Some people deserve to win. Yeah. And he deserved to win that one. <laughs> he certainly worked for it. Put his life on the line for that place. He was willing to die about it. And you know what? It's all you. You got it, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let somebody else have it when they're willing to die for it. I'm unlikely. Not very many places are going to be willing to die for it in my world. So good for him. Well, how's the move gone for you? 
It's been great. Uh, it's been challenging. I will say this was my first time hiring professional movers. And I will say this to the cow from home, do not move without professional movers. Just don't do it. The team here, I use a company called Bookstore. They were so amazing. They made the entire process super smooth, super easy. I barely lifted a finger and it's been great. I will say that definitely the things that I realized now that I'm in the new place and I'm starting to unpack is that if you can have overlap in between moving out of your old place and moving into the new one, it will severely, severely make the process easier because you don't all have to like turn the keys in this day and then move and then you come back later at the night and and turn the keys back into your old landlord. Having like a solid four weeks, which I know is a luxury, having a solid four weeks to like casually move over some of like my more important things like my plants. I have, you know, heirlooms from my family that I didn't want to risk in a moving truck. Having like weeks to do that felt so good. And it made the process just a little bit easier as I could trickle things over and then have one day where there was a big move. That to me has just been so incredibly helpful and kept down on a lot of the stress that comes with moving. But it was just, I don't know, it's great. I feel like I'm in that, I'm like in a high from moving in general. I'm, I'm so excited about life. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, you know, I think that overlapping the old apartment and the new apartment, like that is, you know, it's incredibly expensive. You know, you think about rent at, you know, $2,000 a month, that's like $65 a day in rent, you know, so if you overlap by a couple of days or a week or two, like that can be thousands of dollars of expense, but still the mental health benefit from, you know, moving is so stressful and moving is often combined with a change in career or a change in life, change in relationship status, any one of those things. And so there's a lot going on in that moment. And if you can give yourself a little grace and you have a little bit of money to throw at that particular problem, that is a fantastic luxury. For sure. And I definitely think that, again, comes back to knowing the rules and the regulations in your area, right? So for me, when I was looking at this apartment in DC, after your year long lease, you don't actually have to re-sign another lease. You can just stay on a month to month. I've been on a month to month lease for like three and a half years. So I knew that I only had to give 60 days notice. Oh, sorry, 30 days notice. So I signed the lease for the new place on April 1st. So I knew that no matter what, I was going to have to stay there for another month anyway. I was I already like budgeted to pay that rent. And so I was like, well, I already got to give them these 30 days. That's fine. I got to get out of here. This is what I have to do. And then again, that comes back to being ready, staying ready, having the things that you need at the ready. Don't just read the incoming lease. Read, read that outgoing lease because you don't know what things are in there. And also ask. I get a lot of questions on my Instagram and on my blog of people being like, how did you get your landlord to do this? How did you get your landlord to do that? I asked. I asked. That's literally it. They may say no. My landowners told me no to tons of stuff. Every now and again, they say yes to something that I want. And that makes my process and my life as a renter so much easier. So I'm going to do anything I can, everything I can to make my life as easy as possible. As we all should. It's the way to do it. Helps to have a good relationship with your landlord. And then when you ask for things, it falls on willing ears. Yeah. Be nice. Bring some donuts for the maintenance team. Take care of the maintenance team. There, You need them. So take care of them. The maintenance team in my old apartment were so amazing. A lot of the DIYs that I did, my landlord actually did for me. I installed a whole new kitchen sink, whole new faucet, everything. The day I moved out, I was like, hey, I need my faucet removed. <laughs> 
And they came over and took out my beautiful, gorgeous $6,000 faucet. And I was like, I'm going to need that back because, you know, I got to I gotta go. I need to give y'all y'all keys. And so for me to give y'all y'all keys, I need my faucet out. And so they came by and took everything out and did an, a fantastic job. No struggle, no strife. They were just, they're just good people. When you're cool with the maintenance team, they're cool with you. No, you make their life easy and they're going to make your life better for sure. Imani, it's been such a pleasure to chat. Uh, any last tips for renters? Anything you think people should know from your experience? Ooh, um, something that I have noticed is a problem is that when people go to be on their apartment search, they take a bunch of photos, but then they don't organize those photos. They don't keep the information straight. They lose the little leaflets of paper that the places give them. I just created a guide and I was like, I organized everything based off of the things that were most important to me, price, amenities, and location. And I just input all the information in there and just say like, this apartment had this, this one had this, this one had that, this one had that. That way at a very quick glance, you can just look at the apartment on paper. It is a bit of like a take the emotion out of it kind of situation because you know, you go in there and you're like, oh, I saw this one at five o'clock. So the light was beautiful because it was pouring in that warm, glowing, you know, evening light. And you don't even notice the giant hole in the ceiling because you're so worried about the light. No, no, no. Make sure you ask your questions and you stay organized. That's another big thing. I posted a video about like 20 questions to ask your a potential landlord. And people were like, thank you so much for this. Because sometimes I walk into a building and the property manager is like following me around. Like, what do you think? And like, they're trying to be nice. But then that, what do you think makes people nervous and they forget things that they're going to say. And, you know, renting isn't necessarily like buying a home where you'll go through an inspection process necessarily, or you'll get to come back to like two to three different open houses. If it's a popular apartment, it could go day up. So, you know, I definitely think it's important to keep a list of the questions that you need to ask. And also, hey, like, keep organized. Keep your photos organized. Make folders in your uh, camera roll so that you can say, like, this was apartment A and this was apartment B. And you don't get those photos mixed up as you're asking for the opinions of all the people in your life. That's very, very good advice, for sure. Uh, Imani, how can our listeners find you? You can follow me on Instagram, Imani at Home, or over my blog, Imani at Home. Com. I talk about apartments. I talk about renting. I talk about being a fabulous 27-year-old with a fabulous apartment and living a fabulous life, you know? Well, that sounds truly fabulous, Imani. Everybody go and follow her. I do. It's amazing. She's amazing. So thank you so much. Thanks so much for being on the pod, Imani. We really appreciate it. Uh, everybody, this has been Rent Matters. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please hit the button to like and subscribe and we can bring you more and more Rent Matters. So thanks everyone, have a great day. This has been Jonas Bordeaux from Dwellsy with Rent Matters. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you to Lena Stevens for production and editing and Gloria Tells for the music. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review so other renters can find us. Lastly, but most importantly, please be sure to email rentmatters at dwellsy.com if you're interested in being our next guest. Happy renting.